On today's show, a lot of heartburn over the proposed food tax increase. And the question, censure over impeachment. Representative Ben McAdams is on the censure train. Tune in Monday through Thursday, 9 to 11 for Dave and Dijanovic. I'm Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant or harder to follow. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. Welcome to Leadership and People. I'm Jess Larson. This is part two of our interview with Rob Bruff. People talk about being in the right place at the right time. I think I think that's really only a very small part of that equation. Yes, it, it makes a difference. And I feel like I've been in the right place at the right time in a number of occasions. But you also have to be the right person at the right place at the right time. And so that leads me, I think, to maybe the second thing that I that I've tried to do. And I and I have this conversation with with my uh, employees often. So, Rob, um, thinking about this positioning of Zions and, and being where everyone is, you know, you get these comments of, I see Zions Bank everywhere, and, and you guys get those, uh, that kind of benefit of top of mind, you know, owning the customer mind type of, of dominance as far as any of the local financial institutions. When it comes to developing your people internally, um, what what's your philosophy, you know, because it's it's obviously a whole department that works with you to get this done. What, what's kind of your approach to having, you know, everybody around here be able to really understand what's the go, no go decision of where Zions should be seen? Sure. It's an interesting question because, you know, if you were to ask them, they might give you a different, I wouldn't, I hope not. Um, but you know, we, we talk a lot within our group about the fact that our job at the end of the day, our our job as a marketing group and a communications team within Zions Bank is to create an environment in which the bank can be successful. So that becomes really our guiding principle. So anytime we're making a decision about, you know, an advertising strategy or a communications strategy or a sponsorship or partnership or community outreach program, you know, the first question we're asking ourselves, whether we, whether we verbalize it in every meeting or not, but the is in the back of our minds is, is what we're about to do going to create an environment of greater success for the bank? And and that can be defined a lot of different ways. You know, sometimes you define that as, okay, we can measure it directly and say, um, we we brought in X number of new checking accounts or X dollars in new loans or or X number of new credit cards, whatever whatever that direct product measurement could be but most of the time it's it's it can be measured and and i would argue should be measured maybe a little differently because a number of the things that we do maybe aren't as directly attributable to that and and i'll i'll, I'll explain what i mean by that because at its heart financial services is you know, the product itself is not all that differentiated between us and our competitors. Um, you know, a, a checking account or a credit card or a, or a loan product, you know, the product themselves are, are really not that different. 
So, so what's the difference? You know, so what, what makes the difference? Well, we believe that one of the things that makes that difference is that when someone is making a financial decision in their life, who are they thinking about? Who, who comes to mind when they're making that decision? Who's in that consideration set? So I may not know, for example, Jess, even with all that we can do with technology and data today, I, we have a lot of data that might tell me that your next most likely product in financial services is a, is a home equity line of credit, for example. So I might know that about you, but what I don't know is exactly when you're ready and have that need for that product. And so what what our job is from a marketing standpoint here at Zions Bank is to put Zions Bank in your consideration set. So we're we're trying to create that environment in which the bank can be successful by putting in your mind um, Zions Bank. However, we do that, and and that's done in a variety of ways. Um, you know, the the other thing when we talk about creating this environment for success or creating an environment which the bank can be successful, what we want to do is create an environment that any of our officers, whether they're a, a commercial loan officer, they're a private banking officer, they're a branch manager, whatever whatever their role is, that they can, in essence, knock on any door in our community and that that individual, that organization will have a conversation with them because of what they, what that organization or that individual feels about Zions Bank. And there's a real reality. Back to what I was saying back in part one of our conversation, uh, banking is a very personal business. Banking is a very local business. And so when when someone from Zions Bank approaches someone and says, you know, I'd like to talk with you about doing business together, we want people to say, yes, we're open to that conversation because of what they know and what they feel about Zions Bank. I hope that makes some sense. But Yeah. Well, and it's obviously, you know, has to be matched with the marketing, maybe get some in the door, and has their, the experience once they get there has to be matched. Totally, right? totally. And, you know, you talk about your experience with Scott yes. a, as, well, you think about like those Richard Branson sayings about take care of your staff so well they'll take care of your your customers, right, 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 and you know it sounds like there's that example from the top, you know, for you. Yes. Um, when you think about that, and you think about how your leaders are going to interact with, whether it's the folks who are interacting with the customer, or how your leaders are going to interact with the folks out here who are designing the marketing to right. get them in there. Yep. Um, what does that look like? How do you how do you help that? level of care of, of what, you know, what you're experiencing from your, from Scott, how do you help that get the next layer down for your managers looking at their direct reports? Well, again, I I guess what I would say is I just try to do what Scott does, you know, in terms of, you know, I, I am trying to communicate with them consistently in terms of what we're trying to accomplish. I'm, I'm then in communicating to them what we're trying to accomplish. I'm allowing them latitude to, to create within that within what we're trying to accomplish, you know, I'm not one who, and, and Scott isn't one that's, that often says, okay, this is what we need to accomplish. And this is exactly what, you know, th- this is exactly how we're going to get from point A to point B. It's, it's more setting that vision and saying, here's where we, here's where we want to go. And, you know, let's, let's work together to, to find out, to determine how we best get from there, from here to there. Um, so I think, I think that's really, really critical. Um, so following this train of thought, in your mind, what is the benefit 
to the customer experience that the person interacting with them gets that kind of latitude? Well, I think the benefit is that when you give the person who's who I'm interacting with on my team, if I'm giving them latitude, and again, it goes all the way down to the front line, when they have that latitude, the way they treat the customer, I think changes dramatically. Because if you feel like you're being dictated to, like, this is the process, this is how we're going to do it. Even if somewhere along the line, someone really felt like this, you know, we've done all this research, and this is exactly how it needs to be done. For that person in the at, at, who's standing in front of the customer day in and day out, you know, if if they're not bought into that, so it wasn't their idea, and they, and they may be saying in their mind, well, that may be good in generality, but I'm dealing with this situation now with this individual that's totally outside of that, and if they if they don't feel like they have the, the latitude to make a decision on their own and to, to meet the needs of the customer, the customer's need isn't going to be met. And and we, you know, we've been talking about the, the Zions Bank brand and the things that that we do within the marketing group to help build that brand and create that environment in which the bank can be successful. That's only what we do in our group is only frankly a small part of what the Zions bank brand is. The Zions bank brand is the experience that people have with us because the reality is from the marketing side, we can deliver that promise all day long. We can say that we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business, but if, if you come in, Jess, and, and and you you interact with someone at one of our branches, or you interact with us online, and your experience is counter to that, if your experience is that, oh, wait a minute, yeah, you, you say you haven't forgotten what keeps you in business, but you've certainly forgotten me because my that's not the experience I'm having. Now we've created a negative brand experience, and and we should shut off all of our advertising. We should quit making that promise. Because again, I would argue that not only have we wasted the money, we've 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 done something that's detrimental to the brand because we've said your experience is going to be this way, but your actual experience with us is different. And so, back to maybe your initial question about how empowering people and giving them that latitude impacts the customer experience. Again, I firmly believe that when when you you give people that freedom to to make decisions. Now they own those decisions. They they own that process. It's theirs, and and the way that they're going to deliver that to the to the end user is significantly enhanced. I want to take this just a little different direction. Sure. So you think about, um, you think about the position you've got. I mean, we're in this awesome corner office with great view, right? And and to have to reach this level, big, you know, sixteen billion dollar entity. Um, there's so many folks who. You know, they're thinking about marketing in university. They're wishing someday they could be in a position like this. And yeah. yet there's so few that, that really get to this level. What do you think you did different? Or what do you, what do you think uh, were some of the things that, that helped you reach a level that not many do? Well, I, you know, I, I don't know that I put myself you know, in any great position of you know, authority or responsibility. I, I just feel grateful to have been able to work for a great organization for 21 years and but but I would say that one of the things that I have done is that um, that I've I have I'll say two things. One is that I have kept all of my options open. And let me tell you what I mean by that. If you would have asked me coming out of school, you know, what industry I would end up spending my career working in, if I had made a list of my top ten, banking would have been number twelve or thirteen. It just would not have been on the list. You know, I in my undergraduate 
studies, I intentionally avoided things like finance and, and accounting and uh, because it just wasn't an interest of mine. But what I what I did do when I when I came out again, keeping all the options open. When I when I after I'd worked for a couple of years for the communications firm, and I was looking for that next opportunity, I had a good friend of mine who was working here. She was the communications officer. She was leaving. She said, "It's a great company. You ought to, you ought to consider coming to work for Zions Bank." And again, I thought to myself, "Why would I?" Why would I want to go work for a bank? I, it just isn't on the list. And it would have been very easy for me just to d- dismiss it and say, you know what, that just isn't what I'm looking for. I'll I'll look for for another opportunity. But because she said it's a great company to work for, um, you ought to consider it, I, I thought, okay, I'll, I'll give it a try. And then I, I uh, went through the interview process, and, and as part of that interview process, I recognized some opportunities that maybe existed here at Zions, and the, the growth that Zions was looked like was about to begin embarking on it, 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 it just presented itself as a great opportunity for me. And so I, I would say it would have been easy for me to close the door on this opportunity. And along the way, then I've, people talk about being in the right place at the right time. I think, I think that's really only a very small part of that equation. Yes, it, it makes a difference. And I feel like I've been in the right place at the right time in a number of occasions, but you also have to be the right person at the right place at the right time. And so that leads me, I think, to maybe the second thing that I, that I've tried to do. And I, and I have this conversation with, with my, uh, employees often is that, you know, I wasn't always necessarily looking for what my next opportunity was. You know, my, my focus, whatever job I was in here at the bank was how can I do that job better than anyone's ever done it before? And how can I make sure that I'm accomplishing everything that needs to be done within that role so that when the opportunities for growth and advancement presented themselves, that whoever was the one hiring for that would say, he is the right person. This is the time, but he is the right person at this right time. So so what does that look like? Being the obvious choice, taking, okay, this is my job. I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to sit around wishing I had something else. I'm yeah. just going to knock this out of the park. Yeah. Um, wh- what does that look like for you? Well, it looks like two things. One, it looks like, you know, you're not sitting in my office every day saying to me, hey, you know what, this is what I want to do next. This is what I want to do next. And that, and I and I say that and I'm careful because I don't, what I'm not saying is, I'm not saying don't have a vision for where you want to be, but, but don't be, don't be sitting in my office every day saying, okay, well, I know this is what I'm doing today, but what I really want to be doing is that. So what do I have to do to be okay, let's have that conversation once. And so I understand where you want to go and let me help you develop a plan for getting there. But what I need you to do today, I've hired you to do this today. And if you can, if you can knock that out of the park, if you can just nail that and we can have conversations along the way about what future opportunities are there for you, when those opportunities come and, and, you know, I'm fortunate to work within an organization that we don't have a lot of turnover. And so there's, but we can, but we create opportunities for people by helping them grow within their current roles, and then, and then that, and they, as they continue to do that well, that prepares them for when that opportunity does present itself. It's it's an obvious choice for me to say, you know what, Jess is killing it here. We've had discussions. He's ready for this, or I, I just think that that's what it looks like. And I think too often, if I see mistakes being made, it's that 
They're not individuals. Present. They, what, what's that? They're not present. They're yes, not doing they're, their they're, current they're thing. They're not present. They're, they're so focused on what the future might hold for them or what future opportunities should be there for them or what they, that they, that they lose sight of. I got, you know, I have a job that I've been hired to do. And if I do that better than anybody's ever done it, or if I do it better than anybody's currently doing it, that opportunity will be there for me. And I've experienced that in my career where with, and again, in my interaction, in my relationship with Scott, it's been about, you know, what can I do to do my job exceptionally well and, and not worry about where that next opportunity is, is going to come because it, it's always come as I've, as I've tried to do the best in what I'm doing currently. Yeah. How do you think things change when you're at the highest levels? You know, like, uh, there's a lot of folks that would talk about something like this, but there's obviously fewer that do it. And, and, you know, but those few that do it are the ones who make it up to the higher levels in organizations and, and in entrepreneurship and business in general. Yeah. In your mind, when you get down to like the very small, small percentage of the workforce that are in those top leadership positions, um, how does life change in your opinion? What, what's different about yeah, you know, I, I think there are a few things that change. One is obviously your view, your view of the organization changes only because, you know, sitting, uh, you know, as a member of the executive committee now, my view is much broader than just marketing. You know, the the view, of, the, the view is broader, um, and I, I think with that though, then comes the responsibility that I feel like I now have to share that broader view with my team, or at least give them a sense for how what they do fits into that broader view so that their that their view of the world isn't just this tunnel vision of what's right in front of them it's it it is okay how does what i'm doing today impact the the broader vision so that's that's one thing um i i would say that i think that there are the other thing that's changed is that there are more eyes on you and um you know what 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 i do every day i feel like there are more people watching what I do, not in a negative way. You know, it's not like people are watching to try to catch me in, in doing something wrong, but there there are more eyes watching me to say, okay, where are we headed as an organization? And I'm not at the top of the organization. That's That's Scott. But being right there with him, I think there are more eyes on me and, and my colleagues on the executive team just watching to see what we're doing because they'll they'll take their lead from what we're doing in terms of you know if 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 we're positive about the future if we if we are energetic and enthused about where we're going and if if we are innovating and if we are um being creative in what we're doing you know I think you know they will follow they'll do the same thing and so it, there's there's more um I don't know if I'd use the word pressure but there's there's certainly more um um, there, there's more eyes on us, uh, yeah. and, and I and I feel that, and and I also feel like, you know, what I do now is as opposed to, you know, several years ago, you know, most of my time and most of my day is is spent in, you know, strategic discussions about where we're headed, what we need to do, and and then dealing with, um, people related issues, so it's it's. I don't have as much time as I used to, and I miss it sometimes, you know, on, on the actual hands-on execution of, you know, the, the, the marketing efforts that are happening at the bank. It really is more about having conversations and discussion about the strategic direction, where we're headed, um, 
and then it's dealing with the uh, the employee related issues of uh, leading and managing a team of people and and um, I've recognized that you know having a uh, an e in front of the my title you know executive vice president um, allows me to maybe knock some barriers down that that others on my team may be running into um, and so that's I think part of what's changed too is I sometimes see that my role is to help clear a path for my employees to be successful in, in what they're trying to accomplish, what we're trying to accomplish together. I love it. Well, we've kind of got time for maybe one more question here. Um, I want to go back to this, this theme, this idea of throughout your career, this like, whatever my role is, I'm going to reach a level of excellence at this. Yeah. You know, we all have undulations in life, you know, sure, the roller coaster sure. and, and sometimes we're more bold and more intense and other times it's not there as much. Yeah. Anything for yourself or any advice for other folks who they recognize, yeah, that is my personality. I am, I am a go-getter, you know, but they recognize, they recognize maybe they're at a lower point of the roller coaster yeah. and they, they want to get back on the horse and they want to go back at that full speed they used to be at or whatever. Yeah. Uh, any advice for getting back on the horse and riding hard? Well, uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier and it's uh, maybe, maybe I'll I'll see if I can relate it back to to getting back on the horse and and going hard. But to me, it is that consistency, you know, and yes, we, we, we all, we're going to have challenges. We're going to have struggles where we, where we fall off the horse. Yes. We're, we're going to have times that in our personal life, things are, things are, a struggle and a challenge. And and if, if you think you don't bring that to work, you're dead wrong, you know, because the reality is that the, the lines today are more significantly blurred between our personal lives and our, and our work lives than ever before. They really are one and the same. You just, they, they, they just are. I'm, I'm convinced of that. We bring it all with us, but I think there's something to be said for the consistency of, of our attitude. And, and for me, if you ask me on a day when things are just not going great, and someone asked me a question, "How you doing?" I'm still going to say, "You know what? I'm doing awesome." And and part of that is for me is is to say, "You know what? In the grand scheme of things, things really are awesome." And and as we project, I believe as we project that positive attitude, and we just are consistent in in uh, in exhibiting that attitude. And I'm not and I'm not saying you know don't that you're not being truthful or that you're not being because yeah, there are times when someone says, how you doing? And, and if it's a close friend, I'll say, look here, gosh, I'm really struggling here. And we can have that conversation, but you know, my team doesn't need to hear every day that oh, things are really tough. You know, gosh, things are hard. And we all know people like that who, you know, that when it doesn't matter what the situation, you ask them how they're doing and it's, oh, things are so tough. I think there's something to be said for that consistent, positive attitude that, you know what, I can do this. You know what? I'm, I I am happy this this is what I want to be doing or I know where I want to be going and I know where I want to be and I may not be there today but but that that attitude of I'm going to make this happen if you have that attitude it will happen. I love it. I think that's a great place to end. Okay. Hey, thanks so much for for spending time with us here. My pleasure, Jess. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.